Hey everybody, welcome to King Legend Talks. If you just tuned in, we got JR Sports Brief coming to the show. CBS Sports Radio Show host. And I'm telling you, this guy got some great advice to give everyone on this episode. You don't want to miss it. So grab your popcorn, do what you need to do. We're about to go ahead and turn out with your boy JR. How you doing, my man, JR? I'm, I'm good. How's everything going? Man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm lo- I'm alive and well, man. How about yourself? Good. I'm hanging in there, man. One 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 day at a time. What's what's going on with you? Man, life is good. You know what I'm saying. 2020 tried to knock a brother down, but we ain't gonna go nowhere. We right here. Uh, I'm 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 happy to hear that you're still happy and and healthy and everything is smooth. That's most important, bro. Exactly, man. Appreciate it. God's been good to me. So, how you been making the do um COVID nineteen, man? How does it change your life? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's changed my life. I, I just still gonna get up and and take it one day at a time. So obviously, try to stay safe, and keep the people around me safe, and that's pretty much it. You know, obviously the world has changed around us, but it hasn't necessarily changed my approach to anything. I just try to get up. What up, E Free? I just try to get up one day at a time and and keep things rolling, man. I got you, man. That's powerful coming from you. So go ahead, just for the people that may not know who you are, explain to them exactly what you're all about, man. Who is JR Sports Pre? Uh, I talk about sports for a living. That's that's really the the long and short of it. So I'm a I'm a broadcaster on radio, on television. Uh, been producing and, and and working in music for shoot almost all of my life. Started off as a as a teenager, so that runs into almost. Uh, 20 years, started off administration, started off producing, uh, started off my own YouTube channel just talking about sports and then continued to take it uh, to TV and radio. So it's cool. I have a, a show on CBS Sports Radio Network, um, on 300 stations across the United States of America, uh, just chatting up about sports. And, you know, it's a different perspective. A lot of sports radio is like, you know, let's take uh, – you know, a, a white journalist and pair him up with an ex-black athlete. And I happen to be neither of those. But, yeah. you know, my, my relationships and my perspective is a little bit different. So it's been a fun ride to get to this point just now to, to really get rolling on TV and radio. It's real smooth. I got to say, man, your journey has been very inspiring to a lot of people, um, including myself, man. I always looked at your work and was very motivated by your work ethic. You know, um, I always see that, man, JR is working on something again. What else is JR going to do? Right. So um, let's talk about your YouTube channel, man. Let's see. You've been in the game for 11 years on YouTube. Yeah, I started started the YouTube channel in 2009, and I saw that as an opportunity to really go online and and really make some some moves. I mean, teams weren't necessarily even used in social media in 2009 you know people twitter wasn't where it was instagram didn't exist i mean these are things that have taken place over the past 10 years and so youtube was a great avenue for me to pretty much get started and and share my thoughts and opinions on sports and that's how i initially uh, built up an audience and I, i moved that into you know 80 million people at some point or another coming through my youtube channel and that was a a real mover towards everything else that i've been able to work on Wow, man, that's amazing. So what would you say to someone that's probably new to YouTube, just want to start their own channel and grow it? 
Uh, what kind of advice would you give to them? You know, I, it, it's not just advice exclusive to getting started on YouTube. It could be whether you're trying to start something on Instagram or, or Twitter or you're trying to do something on Twitch. I think the first thing is planning. I think you have to plan out a content calendar. I mean, nowadays it's so easy for somebody to hop online. And for a lot of folks, it can happen organically. You can get that viral hit. You can just put stuff up and make it work. But ultimately, it boils down to programming, whether you realize it or not. You got to plan out uh, what you're putting up, when the best time to put it up is. And because not everything, the majority, 99% of things don't go viral, you know, I, I say you got to be committed. You know, after you plan, stick to what you plan on for at least minimum two months consistently. Don't miss a day. If your plan is to post content every day, then you got you got seven days to do it. Make sure you do it. Don't miss a day because if you want to build up viewership, I mean, people won't invest in you if they don't think that you've invested in what you're doing. So if you come out and do a video and say, hey, I'm going to start a show and I got you Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. And one day you show up at 630 or another day you miss it completely. I mean, you've already turned off uh, potential people who may rock with you and you just started. So, you know, it's planning and consistency. And a lot of things, people have to be honest with, with what they're good at. You know, mm -hmm. what is what is your talent? Who can you reach? How can you best reach folks? That's extremely important, too. You know, yep. you got to you got to figure out what you're good at. You know, sometimes you may you may like to cook. That don't mean that your ass need to be up in the kitchen, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. So basically, consistency is key. And no matter whatever it is you're doing, you got to stay consistent at it and, and keep grinding. So after 11 years, how does it feel to be in the position you're in right now with a different um, job offers and um, opportunities you've been able to have? It's, it, it's good, and it feels good. It lets me know that I've been able to, to do my job. It lets me know that, that, that people have started to pay attention, and more people pay attention. But I don't, I don't necessarily change my approach uh, you know, in year 11 versus year one, you know, I still get up and do the work. It might be a different medium. It doesn't matter if it's radio or TV or YouTube. It's just, okay, this is the work. How does it fit in this box? You know, TV is different than radio. Radio is different than YouTube, but it's all content. So it's like, hey, you giving me two minutes? Are you giving me 30 minutes? Am I getting you know, four hours. And that's pretty much how you, you break things up. But my approach, my approach hasn't changed on anything. Got you. Now, in life, we all have our role models that we look up to, our influences. Anybody that you looked up to in your own life that you was really influenced by or anything like Man, that? Man, I, I, I take a little bit from everybody. You know, mostly my inspiration to just get up and do everything comes from the ability to get up and, and, and take care of my family and the people that I love and care about. That's that's ultimate in that. And that's number one. And so, hey, that that those are my first role models. Those are the first people who inspired me to, to get up and, and make moves. But, you know, I, I, I like to read. I like to learn. There are elements of so many different people, not one person in particular. I, I can look at anybody from a, a Howard Stern or Jay-Z or uh, a Kobe Bryant, who I've been fortunate enough to, to have spoken to before he passed. Uh, you know, it, it, it's you, you just really take a good inventory of what people are doing while at the same time uh, being you. That's when things work out the best is when you are you. You know, take some time to learn about what's going on around you and see what's successful for them. See what's not successful. But at the end of the day, if you're authentic, if you are you, you got the best chance of, of working out. Exactly. Now, I had a wise man once tell me that 
the more tools you have in your toolbox, the more you can build. So, yeah. you know, what that, with that kind of information, I take that and like you said, you know, get a little, there's a lesson to be learned from everybody. Sure. You know, um, it, it's just so motivating to hear that coming from you, man. So, what was you? What was your first national TV experience like? Let's, let's uh, go over that. I'm trying where to was remember. it? First of all, where was it? And then I'm trying to think like? about. I'm trying to think about national. I think I, I started off local TV in New York City. I was on NBC Four. Uh, that was that was local in New York, but that's the biggest market in the country. Um, I ended up doing work with with SNY TV. That's the home of the New York Mets. That's also local in New York City. So I'd say. You know, my first national job, actually, and I think about it, was CNN Headline News. And so I was a, a contributor to all of the sports content that they did. I would pop on and do commentaries. You know, at, at that time, it was Donald Sterling was a big issue. So this was maybe, uh, I guess, four, five, six, seven years ago, maybe a little bit longer. And, uh, you know, and then as recently as last season, before we, we got hit with the pandemic, I was doing work with NBA television. So between NBA TV and CNN, uh, HLN, uh, two Turner properties, those are those are two places where I started working on TV nationally. Wow, man. So I've been blessed enough to go to Atlanta and actually tour the CNN headquarters mm-hmm. and did one of the VIP tours and stuff like that. And I was amazed at how much stuff goes on behind the scenes right. of television. A lot of people have no clue, like just one person controlling so many different camera angles and the light could be 10,000 lights in one specific studio setup. That's just a lot to embrace at one time. Not to mention TV is live, just like what we're doing right here. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of room for mistakes. So that means you have to really be good at what you do for them to trust you with that kind of responsibility. Right. So on that first take where you were actually live on television, how was it, man? Did you was you nervous that morning waking up? Like Nah, I don't listen, you? you I just try to do me. If you're prepared, if you are prepared for what you're getting ready to do, if you can pre- even try and prepare for things that may not necessarily happen, you know, I just roll. It's natural to be to be anxious and, and, and ready to roll. To be honest with you, I can't remember the the first time I was on TV years ago. So I couldn't tell you how I felt, you know, it, it might have been honestly a last second thing. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. the first time I was on TV, CNN called me and said, hey, we want your reaction to so on and so forth. And it's just like, OK, you go to the studio, you 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 get some makeup or whatever. They sit you in the chair, the lights go on and there it is. So there, there ain't too much time to really uh, put thought into it. But, you know, I take pride in, in, in my preparation for what I do and I try yeah. to have a, a good idea of what's going on. So. You know, it's it's about staying ready and, and, and being ready. And I pride myself on my work ethic and, and, and my attention to detail. Definitely. Most definitely. So is there any, um, I guess I could say, athletes that you ever looked up to, you had the opportunity to meet in person? Oh, man, hundreds, thousands. <laughs> like it goes it goes on. I mean, uh, these are certain people, some of these folks I, I keep in contact with, but I've been honored enough to meet everybody from from Pele to to just I mean LeBron and football play. It just it, there's so many people box. So I've been fortunate to have been around long enough and covered just kind of every sport that you could think of. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know 
from whether it's Mayweather. I mean, it, I don't. It's tough for me to answer. You know, if, there, you. if there's someone on the scene right now, there's a good chance that uh, there's a good chance that at some point, I probably met them. J.J. Watt, Damian Lillard. Uh, you know, I've worked with the guys at Turner, so I've 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 talked to uh, Shaq and Barkley and Kenny Smith, and these are guys that I just normally would 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 see at work or at the uh, the studio. So. It's it's tough man. to say, but there's a lot of people that I've spoke to and met over the years. Man, that's amazing, brother. Um, so let let me get some information from you about um something that people may not know. Like, what is it something about JR Sportsbeef that everyone might not know? Oh man, I don't I don't know. Shoot, you making me think about some people something that people don't know about me? I don't man, I just I like to cook. I mean, that's see. That's, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's okay. You like I like, well, I, I like to eat, so I think I think cooking naturally goes goes hand in hand. I'm not I'm not super chef. Gordon Ramsay would probably be insulted by anything I put in front of him. But when I have time, I like to cook. You know, but it's 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 hard pressed to come by with everything that I do. So a lot of what I work on is is, is put together real quick. I like to exercise, like to cook, like to keep things real simple. Okay, so it wouldn't be right for me to have Jr. Work Brief on the show and not ask you a question about sports. It just wouldn't be right. So okay, shoot. Let me ask you: What's your take on Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr.? Well, I, I spoke to Roy Jones Jr. a couple weeks ago, and uh, you know I, the same thing I said to Roy: like I hope y'all don't beat the living hell out of each other. But uh, Roy is a grown man. Mike Tyson is a grown man, and they're doing what they're doing for an exhibition. Uh, you know. God bless them. I just don't want to see nobody go out there, obviously, and get hurt. Uh, yeah. But we, we, we've seen this. George Foreman wasn't 51, 52, 53, 54 like these two guys are. Uh, but, you know, George Foreman won the heavyweight title in, in, in his mid-40s, and he even wanted to go ahead and do a comeback. So it's not unusual to see this. Um, let's see what it looks like. Uh, people are going to tune in. A lot of people are like, oh, I ain't going to watch. People People going to tune in. Most definitely. Most definitely. And uh, one of the things I'm also liking about it is definitely bringing that attention that boxing so desperately needs right now back to the sport. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of good boxers and dope boxers, but I feel like that entertainment aspect has been lost throughout the years. It's become right. more of a business than anything. Sure. So, so now with the Mike Tyson fight going on, it's that entertainment aspect is coming back, and I'm thrilled again. You know what I'm saying? Right. To actually watch it. Um, well, we, like, we need that for some of the younger fighters, too. And, I mean, we, yeah. we have some of those, uh, you know, Javante Davis, uh, Shakur Stevenson. I, I think mm -hmm. it's going to be a couple more years until people really pay attention to what are the, the next generation of fighters are getting ready to do. Most definitely, man. Well, uh, I got another question for you. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to JR Sport Breeze? Just in your career, anything. It could be anything, your whole life. Uh, I mean, mm, I, I think one time out of 11 years, I think I, I, I might have mixed the guy up with somebody else I'm talking to. <laughs> that, that, that'd, probably be, that'd probably be there. I mean, it happens some time to time, but there's one instance. I could see, I couldn't even tell you who it, who it was with or who I was talking to. Mm. Hey, life, life happens. Ain't nobody perfect. I can tell you I'm far from it. Exactly. Now, sometimes we all get an impression of people before we meet them. Has there ever been someone that you met um, that was a completely different impression that you had of that person when you finally nah, got the chance to meet them? I try to keep it light. You know, I, I've met enough people that regardless of what people 
say about you. I try to judge you off of my own interactions. You know, mm -hmm. un 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 unless you are like O.J. Simpson or, you know, you in the police blotter every single day. I just try to judge people as 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 who they are. You know, mm -hmm. I've I've hung out with with John Bones Jones before. Um, and, you know, he's had problems and issues and, and mm -hmm. people look at him. But, you know, entertainers and athletes, they're human beings. They may live in a, a different financial sphere. They may have different access but sometimes a lot of that enhances problems that me and you would have on a on an everyday basis. So um, I just try not to judge folks overly by by what I read or what I see. It's just like, who are you and, and what's what's been my experience? So I haven't had the, too many bad experiences. I just try to uh, keep it light. And I don't take the approach of I'm a journalist or I'm trying to get a quote out of you. It's just like, listen, I'm trying to talk to you for content. If you want to do it, cool if you don't fine and i just try to take a real relaxed uh, approach to things and that's that's what's worked in my favor i'm not trying to assassinate anybody's character i'm not trying to abuse or use anybody i'm just trying to talk about what's going on in the sports space and that's a big deal man especially dealing with athletes in the press you know because the press has a bad name for themselves a lot of times sure. because they're always going for the story that's right. going to get the most views so to get the most it might not necessarily always be the truth it just right it's going to get the most listeners out there, you know? Right. So as an athlete, they have to protect their image to the fullest because at any moment, somebody's always lurking out there to, to make a, the next big story. Right, right. Um, so as far as advice goes, is there anything that you would leave behind if J.R. Sparkley wanted to leave this legacy to the next generation to follow? Is there anything you would like to say to them right now? Oh, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's pretty much what I what I opened up in saying is that, like, if you want to do something, it doesn't matter what you want to do. You got to plan it out. You got to have an understanding of, of what you're good at. What are your resources? What can you use to succeed and achieve? And like everything else, uh, go ahead and execute it. If, if you believe in what you do, don't quit on it early. Uh, plan to do it for two months, three months. Uh, attack it. Uh, lay out your plan for two or three years. Attack it. Know that everything that you plan out isn't going to go your way. You know, nothing works out whole form for everybody. People here know. People at the highest levels here know. And that's that's a part of the process. And you just got to you got to keep going. And if one thing doesn't work, pivot to the next thing. You know, always be on top of the game. Don't let the game be on top of you because life is this is just life. Like life comes with with curveballs. You got to know that they coming. It's just like, okay, you, you struck out, but you get another at bat. You're going to quit and stay on the bench, or you're going to keep going out there. It's real simple. Man, that's powerful. Well, you guys, you heard it from the man himself, JL Sport Brief. I appreciate the time, brother. Thank you for coming through for the interview. It's definitely appreciated, man. No doubt, man. I appreciate you. You be safe and you be well. I look forward to catching you, bro. All right, likewise. All right, later. Later. All right, everybody, that was JL Sport Brief. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to the, another wonderful episode of King Legend Talks. You already know we, we're doing this thing, man. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep riding this show till the brakes fall off, the wheels fall off, whole hood come off. We're going to keep doing our thing up here. Make sure you guys follow the, the podcast on Spotify. It's at King Legend Talks. Make sure you follow me right here on Instagram, King Legend Self Out 7. We're going to keep them coming, man. I got special guests after special guests, and the list goes on and on. And the only thing we want to do is influence, inspire, and motivate people to go out there and follow their dreams while exposing them to the truth that it's very possible for you to go out and get what you want. 
Well, that's 2020. It's been a lot of problems with a lot of things going on, but we still here. You still made it. Hey, I was on the ventilator for 12 days this year. I'm still here. I'm, I made it, and I know you guys can make it. So at the end of the day, stay blessed, stay motivated, y'all. Because like he said, the curveballs are coming, but you got to stay ready. That's at the end of the day. Keep your head up, and let's go build each other up, guys, not turn, turn each other down. That's King Legend Talks. It's your boy, King Legend 757, and I'm signing off. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember to follow me live on Instagram at KingLegend757. Turn on those post notifications so you don't miss a beat.